This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kind. This is the series with Lee Ackerman and Sunil Srivastava about rolling out test-driven development in an entire enterprise with only one technical coach. Thanks, Lance. Uh, Lee Ackerman, consultant by trade. I like to joke, I see myself as a digital ecologist of late and just really trying to look at the, the larger ecosystem and how things fit together. And whether it's agile, DevOps, my current day-to-day, we're actually launching a digital studio, which I'm excited about. But kind of across all of these threads is a focus and passion on learning and digital learning and how we use technology and thoughtfulness to help people learn and succeed because things are changing faster than ever. Thanks, Lance. Uh, my name is Sunil Srivastava. You know, one of the things I want to appreciate, there's a paper that'll be in the show notes that talks about this is that so the client went to another vendor and got another training just to like kind of double check maybe it was the instructor maybe it was the training so they got another vendor to do it as well and if i recall right they got the same results as what uh, uh lee did is that right so i uh, the way i interpret it mm-hmm. <laughs> is yeah absolutely you know and, and another experiment it's like okay well if we're not getting the results l- let's let's try something different and one, one approach could be well is it just the training itself is it just, you know, it wasn't the right material, right instructor, right format, right flow, you know, whatever. Like, what? there's so many variables. And an, another class was held, and it, it didn't move the needle where it needed to be either. That, that wasn't the problem. There needed to be a bit of, I'll, I'll say, a fundamental rethink. And, and Sunil's foreshadowing some of the things that got added where, okay, well, we tried this. We need to look at some different things. Let's look at some coaching in here as well, which which we had talked about. And now it seems like, hey, that, that wasn't enough. We do need to do more. Let, let's change how we invest and, and look at some different things. And when you think of constraints, and there always are constraints. So here there's a budget constraint where you say, okay, well, we, we need to find a way now to have some more coaching in here, but we still have limitations on budget. And we still want to do some training, but we have limitations on budget. So how do, how do we get everything and the impact we want in these constraints? And we, we, we did some rethinking. And as a quick kind of architecture of the rethink, and we can dig into this, looking at, okay, well, if we have a coach and we have all these people to work with, and we have all these languages to work with, where do we find Clark Kent? Because we, we need Superman, right? Because <laughs> he needs to know all these languages and he needs to work with hundreds of people. And he has to be so fast and so smart and connect with all these people. How do you find one person that does that? And so, you know, obviously, you know, the joke is we, we couldn't find him. Um, there, there is no Clark Kent Superman here that can do all of this stuff. We, 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 we did try, though. We did try, though. We did try. And we came close. You know, we, we found, we did find somebody who was pretty close, but... He's got some glasses and he looks like the the everyman. It's a good disguise, Lance. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty close, that's what I'm saying. Pretty close. We found pretty close and we did try. We spoke to many different coaches, many different uh, people, but uh, I think Lance was the closest that we came to, you know, who could uh, meet most of the needs that this whole demanded. 
Indeed. And, you know, I, I think, you know, not only with, with the skill set, so, you know, applause to Lance, but but also, you know, in the rethink and the approach taken, we, we change things up. And so in addition to having some coaching here, we identified apprentice coaches as a strategy and recognize that, hey, you know, if you don't know all the details of this JavaScript flavor, or if you don't know all the details of, you know, the Android toolkit and using Java in that setting versus traditional, or, you know, this aspect of .NET and C Sharp, people on the team do. And by the way, there, there's some folks in there that are eager to have an impact and coach others and learn more about this. So why, why don't we have apprentice coaches and we'll leverage that to magnify the impact of our Clark Kent, so to speak. <laughs> and by the way, it's great to have some classroom training of the basics, but how do we get them to practice more using their tools? And how do we get them to some time to practice and have it, I joke, ferment, but, you know, start to build their new models and then get some feedback later on? And how do you stretch it out a little bit without it being dedicated focus time drawing down on your budget? And so, you know, all these constraints, I'll say, started to shape the approach and said, okay, well, how do we scale and give time? How do we leverage the resources they have? How do we give more practice? And it led to, I'll say, some new vocabulary in terms of approach. And you started to think like apprentice coach and dojos and katas and just really looking at how do we get people doing and practicing and supporting each other and supporting the community. And to me, these are really key ideas that we see reflected in the success, but then also being replicated elsewhere in other companies as well. Yeah, no, true. And I think uh, I think budget and time with some of the biggest and also the scope, how large this group was in that sense, uh, it led us to rethink, more than rethink actually, I think, you know, change a pivot on our strategy. So, you know, for a successful adoption, you need to have the practice of what you're trying to adopt to be successful. It has to be uh, immersive, interactive, and it has to be able to scale, and it has to be sustainable, right? And for all these things to happen, we needed to have, and as uh, we were pointing out, one of the dojos and coach the coach, coach the coach program, so that we had, we could identify people or team members who wanted to grow and wanted to, and were showing a real enthusiasm and interest in you know being one of the leaders in in that effort, and so. We did build a kind of a coalition of the willing, in a sense, and part of that was these coaches who would be trained by the lead coach. And also kind of, we could develop a ecosystem and dojos and a committee of practice and COE and all this were part of that whole ecosystem. And we could, as uh, you were mentioning, like, you know, developing this playbook, which once we started seeing how it was working in one group, we were able to implement our work with another other teams to go through the same process. And that, I think that really helped almost all the other teams catch up in that sense because the playbook was very helpful. Absolutely. absolutely. Right. And, you know, kind of digging into that. So we, we kind of talked about all these different plays now in the playbook. And so, you know, if, if we think about, you know, the, the first part here or the first experiments with the longer classroom, as we move to other languages and platforms outside of Java, so as we move to iOS, the classroom experience got shorter. I think it ended up being about a half a day. Right. And so we were able to leverage the artifacts we had and ideas we had and some of the content we had from the Java cohort, but it needed to be tweaked. 
And in addition to tweaking and tailored to the language, right? It was an opportunity to work with our apprentice coach to say, hey, you know, how do we make this fit and connect with our audience as you're the expert of our audience because you're one of them? You know, what are the key things we need to do here in a half day? So we, we streamline that. And then that helped to build the relationship. It helps to get them familiar. They can help with the training delivery and are seen as having some expertise, right? We're already starting to establish them as an authority, right? We're changing the way people think a bit about one of their colleagues. And it, it's a little easier to say, hey, guys, come on. It's just half a day. We're not going to pull you away for three days or four days or whatever. It's half a day. No big investment there. But we're, we're going to have a couple other asks. And for these other asks, I, I was going to say this first one's my favorite, but I think they're both my favorite. So there's this idea of, of doing katas and the idea of self-paced exercises. And to the scaling side here and giving people time and to practice and work through it, the idea with the katas, we picked some sample scenarios and ask people to, to code a solution following a TDD approach and to email those back to our coach and the apprentice coach for feedback. And it gave them an opportunity without any stress to practice, to share results, get feedback. And I'll, I'll, I'll use this word really loosely, gamified, very loosely. Uh, there was a prize. There was a gift card for Starbucks. So people go out and get a cup of coffee for the winner. We can highlight <laughs> We can highlight this is this is what good kind of looks like. And you guys are you're all good, you're all great, everybody's an all-star, but this one was a little better. And here's coffee. And it's it's just uh, to me, it's just a great way to say safe learning space, opportunity to practice, further reinforce the skill of the apprentice coach, because he's helping to see the answers coming in. Right. And we, we ended up going through two or three rounds of Kadas to give people a chance where they're spending, you know, 30 minutes or 60. And really, if they want to practice more, they can. But just a nice way to practice and have some support in practice. Are you interested in getting your organization to adopt test-driven development? Do you wonder what TDD is and would like an introduction as to what value it brings you? Are you a developer who does TDD, but are frustrated by trying to get your management to understand why it's a valuable thing? Go ahead and go on to Google and search for TDD Gurus webinar and see when the next TDD webinar is scheduled for and go check it out. We've got some super delicious goodies in the show notes. If you got a podcast player, just pull them up. It's quite simple. If you're using your PC, go back to the webpage where you downloaded this episode and you will find the notes right there on the webpage. What's in the notes? There's a link to Lee Ackerman's paper about this experience of scaling tech coaching and how it was discovered through sensing and probing. There are also several links to some past Agile Thoughts episodes about TDD Gurus, the system for scaling tech coaching, and about test-driven development in general. So if you're a manager or a developer or some any kind of development team member, you will be interested in, in those. And there's our world-famous, yes, seriously, folks, world-famous test-driven development audio drama. Check it out. And... 
It's been translated into Mandarin and it's playing in China at this moment on Shimalaya FM and uh, Liju FM, as well as being available on the Mandarin edition of Agile Thoughts called Mianjie Linian. Next episode, more Sunil Srivastava, Lee Ackerman, and I talking about scaling tech coaching across this enterprise. By getting the senior technical leadership that's already on the team involved on the coach's side and taking some ownership was really super helpful. Because in the past, the other operating model is the, the trainer shows up and maybe it's a trainer coach. So the trainer shows up, does some training, then does some coaching. Sometimes those senior guys would kind of be like, you know, they would be like undecided or even against. And, and you knew, or I knew when I left that team, there was going to be an uphill battle for that team to adopt it because the, the senior guy was probably going to influence them the other direction, whether the management wanted them or not. So it was a misalignment built in. 